the world needs accountants and you'll be accountants but you've got to pass the junior course don't fret about it we've been here before we'll tell you all about it on accountant for Welcome to Accounted For, your weekly junior core podcast that accounts for your experiences in real time. We provide you with the student-to-student insider scoop, survival tips, suggestions, and stories all relevant to what you are experiencing each week. I'm your host, Hannah Biesinger from the junior core class of 2020. I remember sitting in my seat six feet apart from my neighbor because of COVID protocol at junior core orientation during fall semester. It was all fun and games until they said, and to wrap up a great year, you'll all be taking an oral exam with two thumbs up. Um, no, not two thumbs up. That actually sounds horrifying. So let's have a conversation about it because if you're like me, you actually have no idea what to expect from these daunting exams where a professor can ask you about anything you've learned over the last nine months. (laughs) But never fear, we've got some advice for you from our days preparing for and taking our oral exams. We are grateful to be joined by Jared Davis, Scott Bush, and Hugh Cole. Jared, what advice do you have in preparing for oral exams? So what I what I did, and because it was kind of confusing because we don't normally like take tests like this. It's um, I first looked at all the, the questions and I, I picked out the ones that I that I was most confident in, and um, I my first thought was, all right, I'm just going to write down word for word what I'm going to say for all of these and just memorize it because I've gotten really good at memorizing things. But I realized that it's supposed to be more of a conversation and I didn't want to sound mechanical or robotic. So I just made a bullet point list um, for the ones that I felt most confident in. Because like, here's the thing, what these oral exams are trying to do is teach us how to communicate our knowledge and our skill sets in a different way because like, we, we know so much. You guys have learned so much the last like year, but it doesn't really do a lot of good just keeping it in your brain and maybe maybe being able to write it out. You're, you're talking with professionals. They know so much and they're just trying to see how you can effectively communicate it you know, verbally. And so bullet point list is what I recommend to do for first the ones you're most confident in and then the ones you're least confident in. But um, honestly, I, I can't say that I, at first I was worried that it was going to be a waste of time studying all this all these materials, but it was such a good review. Uh, honestly, like looking back now, there's so many concepts that I still remember from having studied for the oral exam. Um, and then once you get into the oral exam itself, just relax, just, just breathe. It's going to be a little nerve wracking because you don't know what question they're going to throw at you, but you are, they're testing to see how you react under pressure. And this is going to be a great um, experience and opportunity for you to practice because in a real live interview, this is probably going to happen. They're going to ask you something that you're not ready for. And this way you can attack it. Scott, what did you do to prepare? Yeah. So oral exams were, um, they weren't as like scary as I thought that they were going to be when, I was preparing for them versus like when I was actually sitting in and doing it. The professor was really just trying to figure out my understanding and wasn't trying to trip me up or anything. And so I think that the best advice you could have is just 
try to learn all the material that you have been trying to learn the best you can. And if you've been doing that, then they shouldn't be too difficult. I would meet with members of your group and just have them ask you questions and answer those questions to them and then have them ask follow-up questions. Because most of oral exams is following up on, like they'll start with a, a really basic principle that they want to see if you understand. And then they'll just kind of keep asking follow-up questions until they are satisfied or until you, you don't know at one point. Um, and if you don't know at one point, that's fine. I, I mean, I think that a lot of people get to that point. Uh, but, but yeah, just, just talk it through with people. That would be huge. That's, that's what I did. And that, that made me feel really comfortable and confident when I went in. When I was preparing for the oral, oral exams, um, the thing that I did that was the most helpful was meeting with my group members and asking them questions and having them ask me questions and start with something really basic um, and then just ask enough follow-up questions that it gets it deeper and deeper into that topic until, until you just don't know the answer anymore. But, I mean, really, it, it was a lot less intimidating of an experience during the during the the oral exams than it was like preparing for it I was really worried and uh, nervous about what it was going to be like but in the moment it was it was all good uh, they're professors that are just trying to to get a, an idea of of your understanding of a topic and if you've been studying then you'll you'll be able to answer it uh, you know and, and they might take you to a point where you, you don't understand it at a, at anymore, but, but that's fine. I mean, hopefully you got pretty far into it <laughs> before you got stumped. Um, maybe you're the one who just, you know, stumps the professor and the other way around. But, <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't too much to worry about. But yeah, if you were with your, your group asking them questions, having them ask you questions and, and getting used to answering things out loud, that would be really helpful. And Hugh, we would love to hear your perspective on this final exam. So the oral exams. So this may sound obvious, but you should practice answering the questions out loud. I remember they gave us that study guide and I was reading through the study guide and I was like, oh yeah, I remember learning this or oh yeah, I totally understand this concept. And if I remember right, the study guide was pretty long. And so I think that's why, like, I was like, I'm not going to take the time to practice every single one of these, but I wish I had, like, even if you just take even if you just look at each question and say, okay, I can explain this concept very basically and, you know, give a general idea of it, even if you, even in a, in a few sentences. If you can practice doing that, I wish I had done that. I, I didn't do that. It may, that may be, you know, it's kind of, sounds kind of silly because it's obviously an oral exam. But, so I, I recommend that. Um, I remember all the professors said, like three or four professors said, okay, you're going to get assigned a certain professor for your oral exam. Don't think that the questions he is going to ask you or he or she will ask you are uh, questions from his class necessarily. And so I got Professor Smith. I looked, I said, okay, Professor Smith, I don't need to worry about the managerial questions. He'll ask me something else. And so I don't know why I did that. I just thought the professors had mentioned that. I'm not going to worry as much because he'll probably ask me something else. But he totally, the first question he asked me was a managerial accounting question, which I still should have known, but I hadn't really studied or, or worried about that question. So uh, that was another thing that I wish I had done differently. So just because, yeah, don't listen to the professor. Study everything. The, the professor that you have the oral exam with might ask you questions from, from his or her class. So 
Okay, and then the next thing that I would say about the oral exams is just like don't worry or stress. I feel like I was really stressed about it, and it didn't end up having like an impact at all on my grade. I feel like I don't think I ever even saw my grade for the oral exam. I don't think it was very good, but um, you know, I I did okay. Like I I made it into the MAC, and it didn't destroy my career or anything that I didn't do well in the or oral exam. So I would say just like don't even stress it. Um, one last thing is if you don't know an answer. Just say that you don't know instead of I, I tried to like fumble through a question and it didn't go well. So just like admit that you aren't sure and that's probably better. So those are the things that I wish I had done differently with the oral exam. And as a final question for our three guests, what did you learn to be accountable for while in the junior core? Okay, so, ooh, man, I feel like a lot of things I, I, uh, I feel like I've learned to be accountable for. Um, but the first one I would say is my time and just like my my effort that I put in because it's so easy to lose track of time when you're when you have all these things kind of piling up on you. But when you have like group projects and tests and um, you know quizzes and homework assignments, it's it's so easy just to get um, you know surrounded and crowded and you feel like you're drowning sometimes uh so it really helps to um have a plan for what you want to do and then follow that plan as best as you can and i feel like for me personally that's what i have learned most in through my experience in the junior core was making a plan following the plan and just trusting that um, my 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 abilities to study and be efficient would, would pull through in the end. And I have seen that um, already in the master's program and in internships and in, in my relationships as well, just everything. And um, I would say that uh, that's probably the number one thing that I've, I'm most accountable for now is just my time personally, which then, you know, by extension, reflects onto others people's times because they rely on me for, for you know everything it reminds me of um, a time when I was in Professor Stice's class that was essentially the whole semester was leading up to evaluation of a company and uh, we chose crumble or chip one of the cookie companies and it was funny because I think you know, two-thirds of the people in our section chose Chip or Crumble, or at least in our class, right? Um, and right before we went to present, I was talking to people about their numbers that they got, and they were, like, way off from ours, right? And I was kind of worried about it. I was like, man, what now? But, like, you know, we, we'd use different numbers to start from, right? And as soon as our presentation started, as I was talking about the revenue numbers and how I got them, I realized that I made like a huge mistake. And instead of using net income to derive like the valuation of the company, I used just revenue, which like made it, which made it like, a, like, like 15 times what it should have been. And it was one of those moments where just like in the moment, I was like, wow, I, there is nothing I can do about this right now, right? Like, I don't want to draw attention to the fact that this is wrong because maybe he won't notice. And I don't know if he did notice in the moment, you know? Um, so I just continued on with my, my presentation uh, 
And as soon as we finished, I told my group, I was like, hey, I think I made a big mistake, guys. And that's all on me. And I can go and talk to Professor Stice about this right after, like, if you guys want me to. Um, like, I'd, I'd be happy to, you know, do that. And they were like, no, 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 don't talk to him. Like, <laughs> just hopefully he won't notice and we'll be all good. Um, but that was just a good experience because I realized that a lot of times there are things that we worry about that uh, when we are upfront and accountable about them, then people we're working with can be like, hey, don't worry about it. Like, it, it could happen to anyone. And then I wasn't stressed about it because I was like, well, full disclosure, it's it's out there. And, you know, if we, like, fail that, then I'll go talk to Professor Stice and, like, beg him to help my teammates' grades get better or something like that. But um, we got the, like, the exact class median grade for it. So, you know, he didn't notice, it looks like. <laughs> and no complaints there. Yeah, so that was one big thing, though, is just if you're in a group project, like, transparency is huge, and uh, it it is relieving to be transparent because not only are you less, like, not only are you putting less risk on your team, but they are able to help mitigate that risk for you or, or help you feel better at the very least. So I learned to be accountable for my own learning. That also might sound a little weird, but honestly, like, I, w- I went to a high, I went to a small high school that wasn't really that challenging academically, so I feel like I never really super applied myself in high school as much as I could have. Um, and then when I started at BYU, I I like didn't try super hard in my classes. So so like getting to the junior core was like the first time where I really realized like okay I have to put full. I have to put forth my full mental effort here, and I actually have to really understand and learn what I what the material is. And uh, you know, obviously, I had to do that a little bit in the pre prereq to to even get into the accounting program. But I feel like the junior core helped to reinforce that. Like, it really helped me learn. Like, I can't depend on my professors or my groupmates to understand this material. Like, I actually have to be the one who learns it, understands it. So I'm thankful for the junior core for for teaching me that lesson. Thank you to Jared, Scott, and Hugh for the advice that they gave. In my experience, I found that it was so much more difficult to articulate what I was trying to say than I thought it would be. That's when practice comes into play. So practice being articulate, decisive, and honest in your answers. I found out after the fact that oral exams don't actually play a huge role in your grades, so don't necessarily prepare for the oral exam for a good grade, but instead prepare for the oral exam to refresh on what you've covered and what you've learned over the last two semesters. It's quite incredible once you sit down and start running through it. Prepare for the oral exam to practice having intellectual, relevant conversations with business professionals. Now, obviously this is an exam, so it's okay to be nervous, but go in with the confidence that you've done it. You've come this far and this is your opportunity to prove to yourself what you've learned. So good luck as you prepare and know that it'll all be done after only 20 minutes. Your School of Accountancy family wishes you the best as you go about this week. Be sure to tune in next time. And as you go about your junior core experience, just know that you are accounted for. That's all for now. Mm -hmm. Accounted for. Mm -hmm. Accounted For is directed and hosted by Hannah Biesinger, music by Shemay and Cassie Budd, engineered and edited by Josh Bauer.
This is a reminder that this podcast and what is said on it is in no way an official position or declaration of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, Brigham Young University, or the School of Accountancy.